Hello and welcome to episode number 286 of the Apple Up Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head, or as they say en français, Simon Latte. Uh, this podcast is brought to you in part by AXDSP.com. Get affordable and useful plugins. Get the IC Intuition Compressor. It's a compressor that gives you a clear and intuitive visual display that shows exactly what is happening to your audio at all time. Click the link in the description for more information. Uh, update with the Amazon affiliate program. It is back online, but apparently I can't do redirects anymore. So you can't do it the, the, the way I was I used to advertise, which is go to Apple.org and then there's a redirect. Apparently that's against the rules, but uh, I've seen other people do it. But you know what? Go for the minnows before you get the whales, Amazon. But I digress. But the hyperlink to the... Um, to the affiliate link will be in the description, or you can go to applelock.ca and click on the banners located on the right side. Uh, right now, it's just Canada, United States, and the UK. A uh, bit offline right now. I'm just going to concentrate in Canada uh, for now. It, it is complicated, and Amazon makes up their own rules, everybody. And if it wasn't so goddamn convenient, I would be away from Amazon because there's nothing more. You know, listen, honestly, they stole about a hundred bucks from me and whatever. Rain made have stole more money from me. I, I don't care. You know what I mean? He's, he stole $286 from me. So what's a hundred bucks, Amazon? <laughs> That's my power move. So anyways, cost you no extra money. It supports the show in, in more ways than one. It, it shows that someone's listening and it shows that someone's actually using the, the service that I am providing being the podcast. If you want to support in other ways, you can go to patreon.com slash <clears throat> Pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel at any time. Go buy some merchandise at the apologue.ca slash shop. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, please. Give it five stars. Only five stars. Like and share on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash pod. Follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. What can I say about my guest today? Kyle Stanley has been on this show, I think, 10 times? I don't know, a lot of times. Kyle is probably one of my favorite people on earth. I've said this a hundred times. He is fun to talk to. This episode got a little cut short because we kept getting internet latency, which means everything just kept slowing up. So it took me three seconds or four seconds to get the question to Kyle and took another three or four seconds for me to get it back. Didn't work. So we we had a good solid 30 odd minutes of, mu uh, of, uh, of music, of, uh, of conversation stimulating for the soul good for those long walks delivering mail andrew you know what i'm saying right hey andrew andrew mcmullen drummer from fairmounts yeah so yeah kyle's a good dude and uh go you know he's actually now a contributor on hard times he's a comedic writer upon being good solid guy friend of mine for over 20 something years ladies and gentlemen mr kyle gordon stanley on the Apple Podcast. this before 
for recording? Yeah, only but with my uh, phone. Oh. This is much better. How's your pretty face? How are you? Okay. I think. <laughs> that sounds convincing. It's eh. been a very odd year. Oh, my God, dude. It's 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 hard to stay. I, I actually had a really good summer. I had I got a lot of sun. I had a lot of stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it just it's descended into clouds again, even though like I'm personally I'm doing all right. Like you actually have to introduce me as like a professional comedy writer now. That's right, Kyle Stanley, professional comedy writer. That's fucking I'm right. I'm working for three publications now, and one of the founding members of a what's going to be I think a pretty big cannabis satire site. Ooh. And uh, like already we haven't even launched yet. We're launching. Uh, on the first, so next was that Tuesday? Yeah, it's coming up, buddy. Um, I've already got almost as many coming through the pipeline for that as I have for the hard times over the last two years. It's amazing, man. I'm really yep. that's amazing. I'm glad. Yeah, I uh, I enjoy your tweets. I enjoy uh, I enjoy your updates because they are comedic and they're not narcissistic. Um. <laughs> the, um <laughs> Uh, the the thing about that is you can really track when I'm I'm feeling good and when like the depressive cloud is on me like on the the weeks where I don't say or or pitch anything yeah and then the next week it'll be like a hundred amazing funny things that yeah. I thought of yeah I can just track it that way it's not even a positive or negative thing you just be like oh okay December sixteenth I was not happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah the graph there's the Kyle yeah. graph <laughs> yeah I um. Yeah, man, I, I feel it. I'm feeling it too. I, 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 you know, just with work and with how things are going and just society, home life is beautiful. Everything is great. Yeah. And um, that's the only thing that I can really sort of sit and go, wow, we really, we strengthened a lot of things in our family this year, I feel. Um, you know, communication's better. My kids are older, so they're getting a little bit better with like recognizing their feelings so they'll be able to explain to me what their thoughts and feelings are rather than just freaking out and running into their room mm -hmm. you know and uh yeah but when it comes to professional life i'm sure you can agree it's like is this thing has just gone on long too far too far and i get it we got to do the thing i always say i get it and i understand but god damn it frustrates the fuck out of me we can't do anything uh, you're when your livelihood's based on crowds of people yeah Right. Yeah. What you picked the wrong fucking field I for know, this, man. man. I, sh <laughs> I should have taken up professional D and D. That would have you been. moved <laughs> to a perfect place to be a hermit, and you're like, nope, not going to be a hermit. <laughs> That's true. I am kind of out in the boondocks, but um, yeah. we have internet out here. I mean, obviously, but it's like it is a definite. Like it's been a this podcast is it's going on six years now. I don't know if you know that, or maybe five. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, been, I think it was early 2015 when I found yeah. it in like the first 10 episodes yeah. and called you. Yeah, it was 2014, I think. The first episode actually came out. It's very close to almost like a year. Uh, it'll be like a week and a half from now, like the when the, I kind of have to go check. But um, I usually do like a best of or an anniversary or kind of thing. And it's like, it's the constant... Um, like um subject has been covid and part of me after this year just wants to take all of these episodes and just 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 throw them away because it's been this or keep the best one because there's been everyone's been the well you know i've just been really kind of getting comfortable with myself and getting in the music and writing more and i'm really you know it's like I've I've almost yeah I've almost gotten completely off of these like interview one-on-one -on -one style podcasts in the last few months because it's the subjects just, the same 
Because unless, like, Mark Maron has, like, you know, the ghost of John Lennon on his show, I just, like, I'm not in the mood to hear about <laughs> what these people are doing, you know yeah. what I mean? It's the same thing, though, and it's always, like, rich white folk going, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I get to sit in my room and, you know, get to do things, and I'm just sitting, I'm just playing, biding my time and waiting for this to be done. It's like, there's a lot of people out there, and it, what I feel more is like there's people out there who are creating, who are having a very tough time being able to do that because of they're not being able to be out in public, like art musicians and you know everybody. It's like it's really easy to say, yeah, I'm getting in, introspect, uh, introspective and getting more into what I do and being and learning about myself and blah 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 blah. But my God, people who perform in front of people, they need to do that or they'll go fucking crazy. Yeah. Like the the guys who are like the um, human statues <laughs> at, at fairs and art crawls and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fuck are they doing? They're this practicing. Year? They're just. <laughs> I'm working on a new routine. This one's called Pose One. Whoa, that's amazing, dude. Well, it looks like all the other ones. Mom, mom, throw me some change, please. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage man goes by, and he try to pick you up. Hey, look, it worked. I'm an actual statue. I fucking convinced the garbage man out in the end of the driveway. <laughs> oh man, I, uh, I, you know, I, I've laughed about this and I've mentioned it more far too many times. But if anybody wants to start writing those songs about COVID, like with the word COVID in it, I think we need to legislate a new rule and a law that stops people from putting those four letters together. And allowing it to be uploaded to Spotify, you know, there's like, whoa, wait, hey, shit, do you put COVID in there? Like, dude, come on, really? You can do better than that. The next three years are just going to be filled with horror movies about people who are locked somewhere and can't yeah. get out. Yeah, it's, that's all. It's, that's all these guys are doing right now. They're all writing. Yeah, <laughs> they're all writing all the novels, all like, yeah, all the music, all like the the movies, the major motion pictures are going to have. I mean, they already had it. They had a few of those. Like, but the difference is. is the only thing I wish we had and kind of wish is that we actually had real zombies like running around. That'd be, that'd be fucking cool. <laughs> I like that. I'm in an apartment for that. Yeah. yeah that worked. Yeah. The, the part, <laughs> You're at an elevator guys. We've been la I've been laughing. My joke is, uh, this is the boring part of the movie. Like when the world slowly starts deteriorating to like, yeah. to just, dis dis despair. We're in about the part, like, it's been written into the original script that's 500 pages long, but I think we need to speed it up a little bit to where the fucking robots take over. I think we need to get it. We need to speed it up along. You know, I know the part, me, I'm sick, I'm cold, I'm dying, but let's, let's jump to the, you know, let's punch it up a little. We could we could hurry this up, I think. Yeah, There's, true. It's like a long, long death rattle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like I, Monty Python esque. I'm not like, not actually dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> My boss and I were talking the other day about inoculations. How many people are getting inoculated? And it's like they're gonna have a hundred million inoculate inoculations. They're figuring they have a third of America inoculated by January 2021. My joke is, yeah, all Democrats. <laughs> Oh, thank you. But then, tush. Yeah. What kind of setup do you have in in your place right now? Is it is it mainly just your your building junk, or you got some studios going? I got I got some drums set up over there. Um, I got I got everything set up. I'm in the process of uh, trying to make it all fit together cleaner. Um, I have like because we do this that cover band thing still. Like we're still we're actually doing a thing tomorrow. Um. So this all comes with me. It all fits in my car. 
Um, so yeah, I'm like, I got some stuff. I also have some other band stuff here that I want to not have here anymore. Our office is turned into a storage area for everybody else's shit except for mine. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I picked up another computer here to do just tracks for this band I'm working on. It's quite complicated. Mm-hmm. The music's quite simple, but the, uh, the technology is pretty advanced. Um, can't show so you, you're going up, you're up above uh, a four track level now, way above. I'm running oh. eight tracks of, uh, of backing tracks. We're up 20, 24 inputs of instruments. Um, in ear monitors, things that fit in your ears. So it makes you, yeah, we are, uh, we are a professional outfit. <laughs> What's the largest uh, group you've ever recorded live or had to do sound like in terms of number of instruments, like symphony esque levels of people? What's it's, the biggest? It's tough. It hasn't really. It, oh, well, at York, we used to do lots of big, like the jazz band ensemble which is yep. like a 10-piece or 15-piece horn section and and then like full band keyboard, two keyboard players. Like it's pretty involved. But the yeah. good thing is you just throw mics in front of it and capture it all and then you can just sort of figure it out later. We used to do a, a gospel choir like one, two times a year at the, at the university that was like 110 singers, although you'd stick eight mics on them. You couldn't mic out 110 people. Um mm. Yeah, that's that's kind of where it's at. And I'm limited to inputs. I can only do 32 real inputs here with what I got going, which is enough. Um, I think the biggest, craziest thing I did was the, um, the tea party because it was like I had to do two recordings at the same time because I didn't want to want to drop out. So I kind of had to figure out how to run two computers with two different sessions on it that were recording the same thing. So it got a little hairy because whatever their inputs are it was doubled and it was worried about the thing failing and uh yeah i know it's a tea party don't fucking judge i see your face no that, I'm, I'm, that, <laughs> i see such an odd thing to hear about what what you went through mixing a show <laughs> yeah i know no it's a tea party i get it the tea party um uh, yeah i mean like there's like been things with like two mics that have been super high pressure that you're like fucking stressing out over. And then there's this big rock and things where it's, you know, lots of things that it's like, eh, you know, it's like, yeah, the stress level doesn't it determines on how many people will be listening to it. I think at the end of it all, because when you're dealing with big, large captures, you're dealing with like, it's live. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to screw it up because that's the last time, first and last time they're going to be doing what they're doing at that point. Right. Yeah. I just, my friend Doug did a, he's part of that Mendez uh, documentary. He recorded that Sean Mendez stuff at Skydome or at Rogers mm-hmm. Center. 96 mm-hmm. inputs. Live. That's a live show with 96 different yeah. things. You know, too much. Jesus. What about rooms? What, uh, what determines like a, where you're really comfortable or where you're like, I guess not out of your element, but like, are you, are you ever in a room where you're just like, there's fucking nothing I can do. It's going to sound yeah. like shit no matter what. Um, and, and is that, is that common? It used to be really common. Now it's sort of like I go and find places and work, work with people who have better sounding rooms. Like the best room I have right now is upstairs in our living room and it's empty right now. Cause we're redoing it. We're going to be redoing it. And that's like the best sounding drum room ever. Cause it's just like, I like boomy, big boomy rooms. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I don't like dead rooms. I don't like small confined spaces. 
Um, but a lot like the stuff I've been doing lately is just mostly live, like live with people, like people playing to like a stream or recording it for a stream or so yeah, that's been the that's been the big thing. But yeah, enough about me. Let's talk about you. I'm just curious. You 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 got skills. I've got nothing but questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the the pod, That's your subject of your podcast that you're supposed to put out a while ago called Learned, right? Oh, that was a guy that was 35 and still had hope for the future. It was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Now I'm in my 40s and everything's starting to like my my skin's giving up on me. Oh, like, how's no, your back? Don't eat how's your back? It, it honestly hasn't been great since I was 25, but it's oh, not yeah. that bad. I'm a I'm in a lot better shape than I should be. I'm still fairly nimble. I just can't get right off the couch and go. <laughs> Got to warm up. Yeah, yeah, I'm with exactly. you. My back has been like giving me bother. My knee, I have a knee thing now that's like getting up the stairs. It's like, ow, ow. Like, it's something like, I don't know how it, or where, or how it came to be. Um, yeah, I've been trying to figure that out. Um, yeah, no, I feel pretty good. I feel, I feel okay. I should be walking more, should be exercising more. But, uh, I, I think so too. Since the summer, it's really, really slowed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's good to hear, man, that you're writing, and because that's you know, that's something you do well. It's something you're good at, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really, really, I'm, that's that's amazing that this thing, like, you know, because we talk, and sometimes it's like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with our lives? What's gonna happen? And then you know, things happen. Like, it's amazing. Eh? I'm happy I got the chance to do something I like and I'm good at. I didn't think that would ever happen. Yeah, and now it's like pinching yourself. It's like when people get. For me, it's as big as like getting discovered at at, at like a a drugstore soda counter, and then being in in the pictures with Humphrey Bogart. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. this this tiny little level that's not even close yeah. to like making a living or anything. It's just I'm I'm super happy. You're the you're the chick that goes with the chick who wants to be a model, and when they go to the model agency, they do the they do that frame going. Wait, stop! Hold on a second. Wow! And then the, the, the friends with, like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's with my turns of phrase and yeah. not my like the, yeah only it's linguistic hour. yeah yeah prouse yeah i've kind of got like an hourglass in front of a smaller hourglass figure going on <laughs> <laughs> well i speak you know metaphorically when i do the hold on a second yeah let's take yeah. a look at you Ooh, look at you 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 word master person guy yeah it's no it's good i it is something how we all sort of land at something that we're supposed to do, right? You know, like and it, those most people I know, yes, yeah, yeah, surprising. Yeah. The ones of us who have who have made it, yeah, and and those numbers, I think, considering the the people we've known in our lives, we've we've lost quite a few friends. I yeah. think we're lucky that we have as many left as we do. I agree. I agree. You know, and every year there's like. That's kind of the drag about like things like social media is you start learning that people you knew in high school are either dying or dead. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I. But then uh, there's the numbers of like the, all of a sudden the guy you went to high school with now has three kids. They each had three kids, and yeah. now there's like 15 people who who call this dickhead grandpa <laughs> and respect him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he turned his life around, Kyle. He had a. <laughs> He had, a, he had a mild. Having kids doesn't solve anything. I can prove. <laughs> I'm I'm proof of that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, having kids doesn't make you a better person. In fact, it just makes two more retarded idiots. That's what it does. 
That's what it does. It proves that you're too dumb to realize you shouldn't have kids. That's what that proves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, I, I can teach two young people how to fuck everything up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I can do. I will take the blame. I will take 50% of the blame for making my kids neurotic, crazy people. It's in our genes. What are you going to say? Nature, nurture? What other catchphrases you need me to say? I'll say them all. I don't care. <laughs> what, are you, what are your plans for like winter, winter? Are you doing the boarding and stuff? Uh, yeah, we're going to go We're gonna try to do some skiing. Um, uh, yeah, I think we're not planning anything until March, though. I think we're all going to hang in the house, and, and uh, I don't even think we're doing Christmas. I think we're just all going to hunker down and do a Zoom call. It's going to be a Zoomy Christmas, I think. My parents are getting on in age and very concerned about, you know, catching death. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have expected you to do that. Yeah. I'm more concerned of, like, how... Or just care about what your uh, like winter. I know you're a snowboardy guy. Yeah, your, I ski. Did... Everybody else in my family snowboards, so I'm kind of the outlander. I'm the outlier. Um, you can I, still go to the same hill, can you? I guess so. But my daughter's like, you know, dude, go, go stand over there, skier. Like, come on, get out your get your fluorescent orange snowsuit out of my face. That's what she says. Not really. She doesn't really say that, but I know she's thinking it. <laughs> you're embarrassing me dad stop did with your you iron a lot of biking in the summer i i did actually because i had to do that ride to conquer cancer i did it in august instead of june so i did have to um i did have to yeah. condition a little bit um i did 100k i drove to i rode to Lindsay and back um in about about four hours or something like that about 100k uh, that's alright. Yeah, so that the was driving and Lindsay still open. I think they were doing shows. Yeah, they well not now I don't think, but they were doing uh, concerts like Friday night concerts with like country acts and stuff. I saw Gremlins two new batch with Joe versus the volcano there at that drive in. How long? When I was ten. Wow, that's a long time ago. Nineteen yeah. ninety, I think summer ninety. Yeah, I think the drive-through drive-ins have really uh, found their pace this over the past year. We've really, uh, you know, I I think the culture. How'd that work out for you? How was the sound that that big? Oh, it was awesome because it was all our own shit. So we and then basically what they do is they they pipe it down an FM transmitter and you just tune into your car to the radio station, and it's actually better than having a PA system because you can actually hear like more you know, definition in the mix and stuff. And, you know, people, there's one down in the city, they do it city line or city view, whatever it's called. And they have a big ass PA and cars. So people are like more sort of destined, more like prone to getting out of their cars, which you're not supposed to do. But no, it was amazing. Like that was one of those experiences. Like, I'm so glad I got to do that because it's a weird experience. You wouldn't think it was like something like, you know, it would be enjoyable with people beeping their horns at you. There's a, I did one with Platinum Blonde, and Mark Holmes is my favorite quote from Mark Holmes was, uh, well, I was saying, like, because I was explaining to him, like, how this goes down. Like, so basically people sit in their cars. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. I think they should be getting out their cars. I'm like, no, no, no. And then, and then when they, they inst- what do they do for clapping? Well, they beep their horns. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> Trying to oh, I love him. He's such a such. He's like Canada's answer to Ozzy Osbourne, man. I've heard so much worse. 
Oh yeah, I could tell you worse I've heard too. So much worse after a song than horns beeping. Uh, yeah, me too. I've heard get the, get out of here. What are you doing here? Who? Where is the band? Or uh, some? Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was it was total. It was something. Yeah, that show we played in September was yeah. It was one of those moments in life. You're like, this is the craziest, weirdest, coolest, oddest thing I've ever really done. Yeah, I'm glad I got to do it, you know. And actually being, I don't know if you ever, did you ever go see one or sort of did anybody explain one to you, like what their feelings were? Because I have a lot of them, like opinions about them. Uh, no, I know um, Jesse went to one somewhere. I, I don't even know where it was. Up, up north somewhere, I think. Um, he said it was interesting. It was just, it was kind of uncomfortable because he, he just no one was... Sit, just sitting in a car seat for t three hours or something like that. Yeah. My, it was fun. Because I organized a few of them with the city, with my job. And I, my first thing when we're talking about it in like June and July, I was like, this is going to suck. This sucks. This is going to be horrible. And then we did them. And then there's a moment in this show where you're like, if you're a patron or even just someone, you remember when you went to the drive-in movie, go to the washroom and go buy some popcorn? you kind of hear what's happening mm -hmm. on everybody's radio stations and it's sort of the sun's going down yeah. and it's kind of quiet, but it's like music's playing and everybody's enjoying this thing. And you can sit here with the person beside you and have like a conversation without having to yell in each other's ear. And it's just quiet, calm music, but everybody's got their radios on and you sit in the back and so I would sit in the back and sort of watch all this go down. And I thought that this is, I get it. You know, I understand this and I get it. And I think, I thought what it was going to be was people are going to go to one, they're going to realize it sucks, and then they're going to move on. They're never, never going to, they're not going to go to see another one again. But if it's brought to you a certain way where, you know, it can't be in the heat, dead of summer because it'll be too hot in the car because you're not supposed to get out of the car. Like, I, I just think it's one of those moments where it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, really cool to experience as a patron as well as a musician. And... Yeah, I, I can't speak enough to how, how awesome it was to actually do. And, uh, you know, the getting paid part, part didn't suck either. Like, there was a certain part, <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. The, uh, it's still a communal, like, experience the way a concert or a festival is. I'm, I'm not surprised it's, that people like it. But I haven't, um, outside of a show I played, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a show. <laughs> An actual show. As a patron, couldn't tell you. Just me, me personally, could not tell you. I think my last one was... I'm going to say 2014. Mine was uh, probably last year, year, about this time, was Get Up Kids. And I saw Sam I Am around the same time, too. So those are like two bands that... It's funny when you think the only two bands I'll leave my house for are bands that have been around for 30-plus years or whatever. like, And bands I would truly not want to miss ever. Where was the Sam I Am one? The, at Hard Luck. Yeah. And uh, Get Up Kids was at Lee's, oh, Lee's Palace. Oh, neat. Yeah, Lee's Palace. So there was like two major moments like, oh, this is great. And Kenny from, uh, me, um, um, what was that band? Uh, Monin? Monin, yeah. Kenny opened from Monin. So it was like a real emo night, man. People with their we got, backpacks. And we got a delay going again. Oh, really? Bummer. It was so good. Oh, you yeah. there? You better? there tell huh 
It's like it's it's a few seconds, I think. Bummer. Um yeah. I think uh I'm going to talk a little bit. Let's um Yeah. How so you still booking bands and stuff? Um well, we're trying. There's <laughs> there's not a lot of that going on live yet. And it's uh yeah. So your your name's still getting thrown in quite a bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we could talk after a little bit because we're uh, I got two or three things in the making, so I'll let you know. Okay. That's crazy delay. Crazy delay. Internet is not. Yeah. Uh, maybe ever. I don't know what it was fine for like a half hour. Yeah. Now it's dropping. Oh, out. was he playing playing Fortnite? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing up there, but he better not. <laughs> Wait, when spring goes around the corner, she claps her hands. Like, you know, when you're in the woods and bears, you clap your hands like bear. We we come around the corner to his bedroom and <laughs> clap our hands, stamp your feet. I'm coming around the corner. <laughs> Apparently, my son has discovered the Internet's rule 34. Are you familiar with that? I have no idea what that means, but it sounds exciting. Rule 34 of the internet states that if it exists, there's porn of it. <laughs> it's true. That's very, very, very true. And it's always been true. So It's not just the internet. His it's... mother sent me his search history. Oh, it's, and it's not... It's not just the internet. I think dates back to like like when moving pictures started becoming movies. Like when somebody was like, yeah, let's see. And they're doing like the cranky thing and they're watching this happen. That someone on, in the corner was going, you know, we can make a pretty good porn out of this. Yeah, that's honestly, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah, see? So you walk over to the to the carriage and say, and then you slap his face. Nah. And then the other guy's going, oh, it's so You know when they used to fight with their knuckles up, like back in those days? <laughs> this is gold, Kyle Stanley. Marcus of Queensbury rules. <laughs> this is gold. It's too bad for the delay. We are riffing today. Um well, I, you know what? Let's 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 cut it short because I don't want this to be ruined. Because I, you know, we can do. I'd rather do a podcast a week with you than meet new people right now. I, uh, I'm, uh, you know, so I think we should we should maybe. I'll when we shut the the thing off, I'll let you know what I'm actually doing because I'm kind of slow. I'm going to do this as a bonus for the Patreons. What's that? You could do do ours as a bonus for the Patreons. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. Or, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, patron, man. get Patreon, let's get Jack Conte more rich, please. Let's do that. Um, yeah. I, uh, like I said, let's uh, let's let's cut it short, man, because I, like, I think is, this is, I, I love talking to you, but I don't want to, I don't want to sour this experience because we got about 27 or 28 minutes of awesomeness and, uh, and uh, like, I could talk to you all day, but... I'm just going to switch the recording off. Bye, everybody. Short and sweet, Mr. Kyle Stanley. 
He's sweet. He's not very well. He's about my height, so he's short, short and sweet. Kyle Stanley, uh, sweet and low. Um, DJ Kyle Stanley. Kyle Gordon Stanley, professional songwriter. <laughs> Kyle Gordon Stanley, professional comic writer. Everybody, that, that's that's pretty cool. Who can say they did that? Nobody. Everybody, thanks so much. Uh, I forgot to mention that Fairmount's band I play in. We're putting our our new record out. It's called Iknoma. It's on Clearview Records. It is coming out December 4th, which is, by my count, three days from now. So go pick it up. Go to Clearview Records and go pick up Iknoma. It's on vinyl. Limited press, 500, 500 copies. We'll probably do a listening party, Mikey and I, sometime between now and the end of the year. Uh, go through the record. Go through the stories of recording it. And, uh, you know, one day I get Mikey on his on the show. Because Mikey, I've always asked Mikey from Fairmonts, Hey, Mom, come on the show. And he's like, nope, I don't. I don't know, he's got too many stories to share. They just want to share any. He's full of stories. Go check out Mikey Nijuk, by the way, on, on YouTube. There's a bunch of punk rock stars and Mikey uh, performing um, punk rock songs. It's pretty cool. Actually, there's a lot of people on there. I'm not on there because I'm not famous enough. <laughs> right, Andrew? <laughs> Andrew delivers mail and listens to podcasts, and I love Andrew for it. He's not supposed to be listening to stuff, though. Andrew's supposed to be watching out for dogs. Uh, okay can't draw this out any longer thank you so much everybody for listening to the podcast hope we get through this goddamn year um my buddy's paul my buddy paul's apartment burnt down like it's just like i think you know whatever whatever we've done in past lives we're paying for now have a great week <laughs> we'll talk to you soon bye